Yeah. What's up? We back. Welcome to Off the Ball with Wallen Lucas, Lucas and Wallen. Man, it's good to be back. It's very good to be back, man. It's been a minute. I know y'all been waiting for us. It's been hectic, though. It's been hectic. There's been a lot going on. We got to handle some business. But we back. You know, we can't leave y'all hanging without a, a, a weekly dose of us. Come on. That would just be irresponsible. We know y'all needed your fix. And that's what we're here. We're here to supply what you need. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Lucas, man, how you feeling, man? You feeling good today? Man, I'm doing good. How you doing, Wal? Uh, I feel fantastic. Oh, I'm ready to talk about sports. Kind of. Except for this first topic. <laughs> I feel like a, a weight's been lifted off your shoulders. Yeah, listen, man. It was... It was. It's hard to explain the 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 Heat, the finals, the Miami Heat versus the Lakers. That the final. It was weird, man. You you want them to keep going, but you you don't want them to lose too badly. And then, oh god, it was tough. But it's over now. It's over. Sadly, I must give credit where it's due. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers and uh, LeBron James. Nobody thought they could do it, Wallen. Come on, bro. <laughs> I, I, it was funny seeing uh, the, a couple of those posts on Twitter and people were retweeting things and saying, look at all these talking heads saying that they had no chance and the Clippers <laughs> were going to make it. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Everybody knows. I don't know. I, let me, I'm going to save my, my judgment for later. But they did it. I was hoping that the... I, I I really wanted to see the Miami Heat force a game seven because the pressure would have been on for sure. The pressure would have been on the Lakers to go to game seven with the Miami Heat. But I will say with the team that we had, I saw this coming. I'm glad that they had a, a magical season. No one thought they were going to make it for sure. So I'm happy to see that. But uh, LeBron got his little win. He got a little tight, his little ring. Congrats. I will say, I'll give the man his credit as well. I'll give his man, I'll give him credit. I'm not going to be that guy that's like, he doesn't deserve it because he definitely does. He's been to the finals like 50 billion times. He hasn't won it a lot, but he's this is his fourth one. You got to give him credit, man. It's always cool to see them win, but it, it's weird now. The, the whole celebration is weird now. It felt It just didn't feel like they actually won, but... Hey, I'm sure Lakers fans would disagree. Man, I saw some a Lakers fan <laughs> post. Man, they were out, you know, they're out partying in the streets, and somebody said, "Hey, you know, that's not really smart right now." You know, huge crowds like that. And they responded, "Lakers fans been waiting ten years for this, Wallen." Yo, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. Ten man. years since they won. Last one, an NBA championship. Can you imagine? Oh, God. There's, they're, they're just, at this point, they're just spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what that means. Like, it's been too long, 10 years. I'm like, are you a U- Utah Jazz fan? <laughs> <laughs> like, and I guess for, for being such a major city, it's like, are you a Clippers fan? You know, like, ask the Clippers how they feel. It's supposed to be their year. Psych. Congrats to Ty Lue, by the way. Ty Lue and Chauncey Billups. That was that was strange, man. I was like, Chauncey got a nice little job, man. Giving hot takes. Ah. Actually, he doesn't give a lot of hot takes. He's kind of just like he's kind of like the dad on that show. Yeah. <laughs> remember, remember, on this year pod, I predicted that Chauncey would be a candidate for that job with the Clippers. You did. You sure did. You predict you, you predict a lot of things on here, and like we always say, we're never wrong on here, guys. Never. Maybe. I got my little crystal ball right here, and it was it said Chauncey Clippers. You know, so I I interpreted that. That's on me, not the crystal ball. I interpreted it as you know, head coach. That's the opening. Yeah. But obviously, I I misread that. So that's okay. 
it was close enough. I mean, it's it's a lot more accurate than when I was messing around and said Dwayne Wade was going to be the coach. That's clearly a joke, people. Clearly a joke. Get off. Get out of Wallen's mentions. Yeah, get out. Get off my line, bro. No DMs, please. Chill, 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 chill. <laughs> block, block, block. Um, but yeah, good call on that. But it, it just feels weird, man. It feels weird. It didn't feel, you know. There's just a different allure when. The stadium is packed. Oh, yeah. I mean, you win, you go out, you know the guys are out, you see the pictures of them out in the clubs with with the trophy, doing outrageous things. It's a different energy. It's different. And then they're all just sitting in this empty, <laughs> weird locker room. I don't it, it was maybe I just cause I didn't I mean I watched a little bit of it, but I was just like, no, nah, I'm not really into this. But I think I think the other thing is just it was the inevitableness of it all. Yeah. Like yeah, they, people can be oh they doubted us and man everybody everybody knew like okay it's Lakers 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 are gonna win it the Heat gave it a go but yeah. especially with it dealing with their injuries and like, yeah just it felt it felt inevitable yeah really. yeah and it, it makes it hard for you to really get into it you know there's the lack of energy of not having the crowds and with that it seemed like a foregone conclusion that that maybe that's just me no it was a weird feeling for me because obviously i was excited that miami heat were there i knew they would be there but there was this little thing in my mind that really upset me i was like what if the boston celtics were in this series what if (laughs) the bucks well uh, maybe not the bucks because they got destroyed by us but what if boston was in this series what if what what, what if it looked different you know what I mean? Like, what what would it have been like? But honestly, I don't think it would have been a difference. I think maybe, yeah, I don't think there would have been a difference, to be honest. It was just weird, man. The whole thing was weird. It was good to see those little individual battles with those individual teams coming out of each conference, right, as it was going on. It was interesting to see. But, yeah, man, it just didn't, it just didn't feel right. But, well, this is a a good segue. Do you think that this NBA title counts? You know what? Yeah, I do. I was one of those people going into this whole thing. Like, of course there should be an asterisk. And, you know, there probably still should be an asterisk next to it just because it's a weird, it was a weird season. But I think the way... The way they played it, the way the bubble was set up, this was as close as to the playoffs as we could possibly get. And I, di- I didn't think they were going to be able to pull it off, honestly, and they did. So, yeah, it, they, that entire playoffs, it was, it was great basketball, and I think it was as good as we were gonna, we were going to be able to make it. So, yeah, why not? Yeah, I um, I obviously, I, I think it counts too. It counts, but it just feels weird. It just yeah. doesn't feel like I, I I honestly feel like when the new season starts, no people may not even remember that the Lakers <laughs> won. It was so anticlimactic. Yeah. It, 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 you just you can't remove it from the context surrounding it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, technically you have this title. And I know LeBron's gonna probably like and, and as he should. Uh, milk it all the way, or not milk it, but feel, yeah, like, I'm going to take that back. He's going to enjoy it. He's <laughs> going to enjoy it, and he's going to have the right to say that he won a championship in the bubble. I read a, a great article uh, by the LA Times about the mental health and what the bubble does to people, did to the players that made it all the way through, especially the Lakers and the Heat. The Heat, obviously, a little bit different. They're built for it like that. They're like, yeah, this is fine, right? And yeah. Um, but I remember they were talking about Danny Green after they won. He came out into the tunnel and said, I'm free. <laughs> you just won an NBA championship. And like one of the things that you scream out is I'm free, you know, just because you want to get out. But it just felt really weird. It didn't have the excitement. It just it didn't feel right, man. It really didn't. And, it, and that bothers me because I wish it felt right. I mm-hmm. wish that. I had the same the same energy. I remember watching the Toronto 
uh, Warriors game, the Toronto and Golden State Warriors game. Like it was, it was great. The finals was great. Uh, there was a lot of drama. When is KD going to come back? Are they going to be able to get it? Then Clay got hurt, and then Kawhi, and then back and forth. And I was like, uh, there's like they're going back from. Which, to be honest, now that I think about it, going from Toronto to <laughs> California was probably insane in itself. But yeah, man, it was. Uh, it just doesn't feel right. But again. You, they have the the Lakers have the right to say that they were able to pull out this championship during the COVID nineteen lockdown bubble, but it just it feels weird. But I will definitely say I'll be the first to say that this is a title and they did win it. But yeah. So I just kind of playing off of what you said, you know, about Lakers kind of mental space dealing with the bubble and everything. I do wonder how much of that is them kind of taking on the mentality of LeBron who, and also just being these guys all live in LA and just the ability, they're all going out doing other things. Obviously LeBron's, you know, producing movies and things like that. And I remember a quote where he said like, there's just nothing to do except play basketball. Yeah. Whereas the heat, kind of taking on the personality of their leader, Jimmy Butler, when Jimmy's like 4 a.m., I'm just going to be dribbling my basketball, man. I just want to play basketball. That's all I'm going to do. Yeah. And kind of thinking maybe like that helped the heat kind of thrive into the bubble, obviously, until they had to face what's where I think we agree on is the superior team talent wise. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. I don't know if you're going to keep talking, but. I agree with what you're saying with the and the the Miami Heat side of it of them being mentally just prepared more, and that's why. Like, it, think about it. They swept. They they almost swept the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. I think they lost what three games, maybe. Yeah, three games. They they looked really good. They they looked really good. They were. It's like they were meant for it. And to even see them beat the Lakers two games, being down how they were with all the injuries and being outmatched almost talent-wise. I mean, LeBron and AD are arguably the best duo in the NBA right now, without a doubt. So, and AD's always been this great. He just was in the, oh gosh, the dumpster of, New Orleans. <laughs> so I think that, you know, their mentality helped them a lot more. And then, you know, LeBron, this is, this is, I mean, he's older now. He's not worried about partying. He's not, this is, he only has a couple, like one goal championships, titles. That's all he has. So him being there, it was, it was a business trip. Jimmy Butler being there, business trip. Jimmy didn't even let anybody come see him. He didn't even let anybody into the bubble. Like, who does that, man? <laughs> you know, so. I think that you're right. Like the mentality for the Lakers were probably a little bit different. I feel, I feel like AD, you know, they got J.R. Smith over there. They got Dion waiters. They got, you know, all different types of guys, Danny green. Like I'm sure they like having a good time and being free Kuzma, the Miami heat not built that way. They're all a bunch of underdogs trying to prove themselves. And I think that mentally they're a lot more prepared than the organization is just that great. So mm-hmm. I just want to also, before we move on from the segment, can I, can I give, Jimmy Butler his flowers now. now <laughs> listen. Go go for it. You, Jimmy Butler, Dwayne Wade. Let me first let me back up. Dwayne Wade, thank you. Thank you for for telling Eric Spolstra and Pat Riley that Jimmy Butler was their guy. Thank you for getting Jimmy Butler to Miami. He fits perfectly. And I think that people really need to give Jimmy his his credit. They they really do. This man was able to take the 76ers to game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals a couple years ago. Shoot. Last year. (laughs) It seems like forever. I don't know how long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Then he goes to to, the, uh, the Timberwolves gets them into the playoffs when they've been on a playoff drought. Right. With the Bulls. He was like the, a pinnacle of that franchise for a long time. Helped them to get the playoffs with Dwayne Wade. So 
I think people need to give him his credit. Uh, I think they need to figure out how to. I think people need to figure out how to give people their credit when they're here and not later on or or, or overlook it because Jimmy deserves it, man. He's the man. He wielded the two games we won. He literally gave hit everything he had. He played an average of like 43 minutes. That's insane. Yeah, he did not come off the court. Ever. Ever. Think about what type of player you have to be to do that. And when you watch game six, he was he was done. Like, what do you want him to do? He had to do that. He, and he played most of all the other series about the same amount of minutes as well, almost. Good fitness. I Bro, I am completely infatuated with Jimmy Butler, like, in all, like, the bro ways you can be. <laughs> like, I think he's he's an amazing person. I think he's an amazing player. I loved his leadership when he would talk. He's not arrogant, but he's confident. He's he has his team's back. He believed and he said what he was going to do. And then he after he gets he gets done losing the finals, he said, "Listen, I promised these guys Pat Riley, the organization, I promised them a championship and I didn't deliver on that. We're going to be back." And I believe him just like I said again, they are going to be back. That is all. I won't go too much. That is all. Give Jimmy B his credit. But the Miami Heat will be back. And ooh, does the Miami Heat look like an attractive place now? Do you not agree? I mean, it's still Miami. And honestly, no. outside of the Heat fans, not a lot of people really predicted them to be this good right now. That's a young team with a lot of pieces that are just going to continue to get better. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. It was, On top of it also being South Beach. Yeah. I what team, what player wouldn't want to go there? Listen, man. It was beautiful to see. It was beautiful to see guys like Duncan Robinson, uh Tyler Hero, even like seeing Kendrick Nunn kind of get back going again was important to see, right? Seeing those guys getting like getting better every single game that they stepped on the court. That was beautiful to see because they're probably going to work twice as hard and they already worked hard. So they were going at 120%. Now you might get them at 160 after this. It's it's just looking real attractive and people are already saying executives, people are talking, Hey, Miami might be the top attraction for free agency. And I agree. I think that everybody should come. I think that now also Pat Riley, these last couple of years would, would, you know, court KD, uh, Gordon Hayward. We would have all of these guys come in and pitch them and they just wouldn't come. I remember Gordon, uh, Gordon Hayward had, uh, he wrote, an, there was an article written about his free agency and he said he walked into the Miami heat facility and Pat Riley looked like the godfather. Hair slipped back, had the Miami with the with the with the shirt, with the light white shirt, with the, the buttons open, you know, with the pants all high and everything coming in. He's like, Yeah, this is what we're gonna do, this is what we trying to do. He's like, when I left, he was he said he was ready to he felt like he was ready to sign. KD also had a similar story that he said about visiting the Miami Heat, if I don't if I re- recall correctly. So I think that now with people saying like, hey, this could really be it and seeing how unselfish Jimmy Butler is, I think we just need one more piece. Listen, the Heat have the seventh most cap space in the NBA this season for this free agency class. So I don't know who's going to be available uh, this offseason, but they could make a splash there if they need to. Listen, man. Uh... There's not a lot of star players that are available right now. But listen, this is the Miami Heat. They don't need to have, they don't need to know, like they don't need the big stars right now. They just need the right guy. Exactly. Um, Again, a lot of the free agents, when you think about, I mean, you got Serge Ibaka. If I'm, yeah, Serge Ibaka is a free agent. Is he not? Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's about to be a free agent. 
we we with Jay Crowder is a free agent, but I think he'll probably resign. Um, people, and I don't think he's going to be uh, really demanding, uh, you know, a big contract or expecting to get a big contract from somebody else. He's kind of a, you know, a role player who can really benefit a team that's looking to win a championship. Which you know, it makes sense for him to resign with the Heat. Yep. Yep. There's there's a couple guys. I think that. Um, there's a couple guys I think I don't know, but I think we could make a good run for it. Like I don't, Gordon Hayward's washed. I don't. I'm good on Gordon, but Brandon Ingram, he's restricted though, so mm-hmm. we would have to dish out a lot of money. But ooh, that would be nice getting Brandon Ingram. <laughs> that, <laughs> that might be that might be the move. Um, and he also we got like you got guys like some vet guys like Marcus All. Like he's going to be available as well. I read something the other day. It's like the Lakers have what the whole squad's basically a free agent. <laughs> yeah, that's what when you get so much money tied up in two players like they do with LeBron and Davis, everybody else is basically signing for one year minimum contracts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got you got Melo. I don't know what's gonna happen with Melo, but um, you know Fred Van Vliet, he's available as well. I don't know. Like I think uh, the Miami Heat are mutually. Miami Heat and Guran Dragic are mutually interested in re-signing again. Yeah, it um, depends on what his injury looks like, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, he played. He was able to play. You got you got guys like Joe Harris uh, with uh, Brooklyn. The small names, you know, Danilo Gallinari. Like you get the, these are not the bigger big names, but they might be that piece exactly. that you're missing. You're, you're looking for yeah a, a guy to come in and play a role. Yeah. You know, you've exactly. got the structure there. You've got the star there in Jimmy B. You're looking for people to surround him with. Exactly. Listen, there's, um, I heard a story, and I'm going to say it here. Oh. About Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh. So this is what was reported, right? This was something that was, uh, oh, man, what's my man's name, man, from ESPN? He, I think he's actually from Cleveland, to be honest. I don't remember his name, but... He said he brought it up, and it's a good point. Giannis Antetokounmpo and Bam Adebayo have the same agent. If if somebody opts out, if Bam opts out, Giannis might be in play for a trade. Okay, that's what that's what they said. That's what they said. They said, hey, if Bam opts out, there might be a possibility that they might try to get Giannis there. And also, this was also reported. I saw this on Bleacher Report. The Miami Heat are prepping to go all in on acquiring Giannis. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) But I like it. I would love to see that happen. I've mentioned it earlier in a, a, a past episode, but man, that would be beautiful, wouldn't it? Would it not? It would. Uh, I gotta be honest with you, though. I don't know if you guys got the got what it's take what's what it's gonna take to trade for him. <laughs> you guys have the prospects um, and the picks. Hey, man! And all he gotta do is demand that trade. He's like, I got to get out of here. That's what I need. <laughs> Why does Giannis sound like, like Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger? I know I said that. I was like, yeah, I definitely sound like I Arnold got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, he could he could pass off of that, but I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I, listen, I don't know, man. If he if he needs, he neither like he need to request a trade or you know sign into another organization probably next year, right? But yeah, his contract his contract goes until the end of next year, so he'll be playing this season. If he doesn't sign an extension for the max, he'd be playing this year on the final year. And so they would have to look to trade him this offseason if they are going to. I highly doubt they'd trade him, you know, halfway through the year unless for some reason they're just, they come out and are just terrible, which wouldn't make sense since they had the best record this past season. So if it's going to happen, it's going to happen this offseason. And, you know, it's all seems all quiet on that front right now. So, hey, are they saying that you know the the Miami Heat are prepping to go all in. I think it's I think it's actually for the twenty twenty one free agency. But, uh, 
They said, I mean, they're even saying like, will the Warriors do it too? I'm like, come on, man. I mean, the Warriors don't. I mean, I guess to be honest, to see Giannis with the Warriors, oh god, that would be hella scary. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen, but man, that would be hella scary, bro. Oh my goodness. But I think that he would he would be a great fit either with the the Warriors or the Heat as well because we got. I think that. Giannis is gonna be a great fit for whoever he plays. He's a great player. <laughs> Nah, bro. Nah, bro. I feel like if you put Giannis with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, it's not gonna go well. <laughs> all right, all right, you got me there. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna go well. So, but but I'm, I'm but you know, you do think about the Warriors though. You got spacing galore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What do you like? You can't. Who are you gonna choose? Clay or or Steph? Good mm-hmm. luck. I know they got just Wiggins. Op- just, just, just opens up the lane for him. Yeah, but man, listen, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to seeing what South Beach. I might move back. I might move back. Oh yeah. No, I'm straight. <laughs> they, they a little crazy down there for me. They look, I, I would move down there if I lived. I lived like a Miami Heat uh, player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Live, nice, living on South Beach. Yeah, yeah. Give me a nice little yacht. I'm good to go. But listen. NBA's uh, come to a very uh, – shout out to Adam Silver and the NBA as a whole. I uh, watched that video that they had of how they prepare the foods and the chefs and how they did it. It's a well-oiled machine. Congratulations to them for being able to make it through the entire season without a positive COVID test. Uh, yeah. That's remarkable, unlike the NFL. Ooh, boy. Man, they, they it's just flaring up. It's like – as the the U.S. sees a spike, so does the NFL. Yeah, uh, you know I think we've touched on it before, but really the NFL's whole plan was, well, we'll just test everybody a lot, and hey, that can work, but by itself, that's not going to prevent anything. No. Um, that just allows you to, you know, know who's positive and then isolate. But, you know, I think the plan going in was, well, you know, they get they find out who's positive and get them out of there. And, you know, it'll be so they'll be so infrequent that it won't be a big deal. And as we're seeing these positive, more and more positive tests happening, um, you know, there is, okay. well, we're going to move games around and postpone them and whatnot. And now there's just more and more games and more people are testing positive and they just kind of decided, ah, screw it. We're just going to roll with it at this point. Yeah. (laughs) It's really strange that they're like, yeah, you know, if you just only have one positive test and there's no evidence of widespread transmission of the virus, yeah, let's do it. It's cool. They they realized that they're not going to be able to suspend and push back every game because of a positive positive test no and so because of that they're like well why bother doing it at all then no they're just like "Mm, we're already pretty deep into it let's keep going until we can't go anymore until the wheels fall off and uh the way think the way things are picking up if if history serves like you know how history likes to repeat itself i'm pretty sure this is not going to end well at all it's going to take one game where they made the wrong call where, you know, they, somebody tested positive the day before a game, but everybody else tested negative and they say play on and then it gets spread in the game and that's a super spreader event and it's going to just take one of those and I think it's going to be chops. Yeah, it'll be all bad. But listen, in the last what, what was it, in the last nine hours? Or was it the last couple hours, I think, today? You had about nine players test positive. The you did? No, I said, like, we look, the NFL had nine players oh, test I, positive. I, I thought you were saying the you, like no, Miami. No, 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 no. They had, I think it was, like, what they had. A Falcons player, a Ravens player. Oh, yeah. New, uh, New England again, I think. Uh, I know Jacksonville, the Jags had a practice squad player yeah. test positive today and they've put like 
I don't know, 15 of their 18 practice squad players on the COVID list and have them in isolation just out of precaution. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Like, it, it, the, 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 we got the Falcons. It's bad, man. And it's just like popping up and like, listen, it's cool. Sheep, just keep going. We can't. We They're just, just going to, it's going to keep getting worse. Yeah. As, as, as we've seen, you know, there was, it was Tennessee and everybody, oh, it's just an isolated event with the Titans doing that. And now we're seeing it pop up in a whole lot of other teams. Yeah. It's, it's not a good look, man. I, I mean, I know they're going to try. Um, but, I mean, even with the Browns, there's like a couple of things that happened with Odell was like sick and they isolated him just to be sure. But he ended up being negative. I think I don't know what's going on with Baker Mayfield, but there's something like going on with that. I think he got injured or something like that. Um, I had but, a rib, rib injury. Yeah. But, man. The Patriots, I think it's like Sony Michelle and like Shaq Mason and maybe was it Derek Rivers on yeah. the COVID list. Yeah. It, it's just popping up. And then with the Falcons, it was a kicker, right? Yeah, that's what it was. It's crazy. And the Colts have a, the Colts have a thing as well. Bro, it's just it's just gonna keep happening. It's just it, it's just gonna keep happening. And then you have you have you even have players like Aaron Jones, like I think his twin brother I don't. Something's happened. Pack, the Packers to work out Aaron Jones' twin brother once the, he clears COVID nineteen protocol, and they're like, "Wait, what? Like, did he have COVID?" And they're like, "No, no, no. It's just like the, you guys. They have a protocol that they have." It's to the go protocol. To, yeah, sign. Yeah. If you want to go in and work out for the team, you have to get tested first. Yeah, and you're like, now you have these things set in place as these like protocols, and then you're like, when they first see it. I read. I remember first seeing, and I'm like, "Does his twin brother have COVID nineteen, and he's like away from the team?" And then you have to read really deep into these things because you just don't know what it is. And I don't. I honestly do not like. I think we predicted this. We would love for the season to keep going, but there's no way. There's absolutely no way. It was the Falcons' DN. That's what it was. There's absolutely no way, man, that this is going to happen. Is we're not going to have a Super Bowl. Okay, I don't want to say that. I don't want to jinx it. Though. I think I don't, I don't know if this it. is the plan, but I think once they, if they can get far enough, they're gonna have to go to a bubble uh, in the playoffs or some some sort. I mean, that would work, but I don't know where they they, they probably should go back to Disney. <laughs> they probably I should mean, go Disney, to Disney. Disney is like the one place that has the facilities for all of this stuff. Yeah, that's what they should do. They probably should just take a pause. Once they go far enough, and then they go like, "Let's restart it in the bubble." But man, even with with college football, man, like Nick Saban, I don't know how he got tested positive for COVID on Tuesday, tested negative on Thursday, and he's coaching today. I I, I believe they said he had to take like he had to test negative three times in a row on tests from two different facilities from two different labs is what their procedure was so if you test positive you can one day the next day or the next three days you take a test and you if you test negative then you're good and those negative tests they have to come from different labs so in case there you know was a case of a you know a false negative or the lab screwing something up you get it from other labs too which honestly is a is a good policy to have but again it just makes you a little nervous about the whole thing. Man, are those labs in state? I I, I don't know. Uh-huh. Boosters. Yeah. I mean, that is, <laughs> that is, uh, actually, I was, I was talking to my dad about that, and he said, of course, you know, Alabama's able to find somebody who says, we'll sign off on it. God, I mean, man. And I, I don't know, if they're go are they going to the University of Alabama, you know, hospital and getting and using their lab or what i don't yeah, know yeah listen i nick saban i watched the beginning of that game nick saban had his mask glued to his face yeah and i've you know i don't know if you watch a lot of alabama games but if you do nick saban has always been very good about wearing his mask yeah yeah so, and I was like, listen, your, your mask is kind of glued to your face, man. But then, like, Dan Mullen, I'm a Florida Gator guy, like, hey, he and he said something crazy the other day. Oh, man. But <laughs> now he got he, it. He was, he was getting roasted on the socials for that, too. Yeah. Uh, I, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, 
uh, Dan Mullen made a comment that he wanted to see the Swamp uh, 90,000 full uh, for their game against LSU. Boneheaded. And then the, the following was the following day, it got reported that about 20 Florida Gators Yep. Um, had tested hey, chill, positive. Chill, 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 nine. It was like nine or something. Chill, chill, chill. Uh, I think I saw like 19 or 20. Chill, damn. But bro. damn, bro. Yeah. You get my business all out like that. And then, <laughs> and then the day after that, the game got postponed. And then today, he, he tested positive himself. So, uh, not, not a good week for Dan Mullen. Yeah. I wonder why that happened. It has nothing to do with the leadership of that team, right? (laughs) Great coach, though. But, man, come on, guys. You're embarrassing me. (laughs) Listen, man, I hope it it finishes. I hope we get a full season. I hope they can figure it out. But it's not looking good, man. It's not looking good. But, hey, we'll hope. We'll hope and pray. We'll hope and pray. (laughs) Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. All right. Other NFL news. I have to talk about my guy, man. Actually, he's probably more your guy than my guy, but I, he's my guy now. <laughs> you, you've adopted him. He, he is part of the. He's part of the team. Welcome to the squad, bro. I appreciate you. It's my boy Russell Wilson. He did it again. Oops, fellow Wisconsin Badger. Oops. Gosh, man, that was such a good game, man. Oh, it was such a good game. So for you guys, for you all that do not know. The Seattle Seahawks had a great was it was it, uh, was it was a Monday night game or was it Sunday night? Oh gosh, I get my days all mixed up. Uh, they're all the same, Wallen. Yeah, man, they all they're all the same at this point. But it was a it was a beautiful game. Uh, it, went, it wasn't really back and forth. The Seahawks had to make a, a pretty substantial comeback at the end there uh, to for the late game heroics by Russell Wilson, but. There was like the last drive. I think they were down. Um, were they, they? They were down six. Yeah, they were down six. Yep. Vikings uh, had had played a really great game up until about the third quarter. <laughs> they played a great game up up until about the third quarter. They kept the uh, the Seahawks shut out the first half, and then the Seahawks exploded uh, in the third quarter, scored three touchdowns, but then they kind of held them. So they kind of held him pretty good at the end there. But listen, man, they Russell Wilson had the ball, I think, with four minutes left. Had a great game winning drive all the way down the field, had to convert a fourth and long and then also convert a fourth and goal to have the go ahead score. And he fit a perfect ball into the end zone to DK Metcalf. The man's the MVP, man. He's the MVP. Don't don't play. Even if you guys stop the dang NFL, just give my man's the trophy because it, it cannot elude him anymore. The man's amazing. So that's what I'm gonna say about my guy. And oh, also to stay five and zero and undefeated. Beautiful, bravo, bravo. It 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 boggles my mind that Russell Wilson has never even had a single MVP vote. He gonna get it this year. The man sure. is the man is the truth, and Pete Carroll is finally, finally letting him cook. Yo, listen. I mean, when you name one of your sons or when one of your kids win, come on, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> I didn't know that, man. I, that thing blew my mind. I'm like, yo, he's he has his son is the win at Harris Wilson. That's 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 news to me. Uh, you are break you are breaking news to me right now, <laughs> bro. That is awesome, man. I that it's it's unique. He gotta win, bro. He gotta keep winning, bro. That's how much he love winning, bro. <laughs> Son's name win at Harris Wilson. Come on, get that man his respect, man. Oh gosh, he need he need a couple. He need to win the MVP. That's what he need. That's what he need. He had a. He, he's amazing, man. I we, we stop. Let's stop. He's let's killing stop, it. Let's stop playing around. Let's stop not giving my man's his credit. He is balling out. Well, people, 
I th- the again the people the reason the people didn't weren't giving him credit is Pete Carroll always demanded that they ran the ball so freaking much. Yeah, it's true. And it's like, oh well, you know the Seahawks. Russell Wilson's good, but it's the running game. It's it's the Legion of Boom. Well, guess what? Legion of Boom gone, dead, gone. Out of there. The r- running game hanging by a thread. Yep. You know who's still there? Russell Wilson. And he is balling out. He's throwing bombs to DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf don't do nothing else but catch bombs. Basically. Basically. That's like just run straight. Just go. <laughs> I mean, Russell had a great game, man. He was 20 for 32. I mean, he had 217 yards, so it's a little less than what he's been averaging throughout the year so far. Oh, the, the Vikings played a great game against they, him. They did. Up until the end, Russell found, he didn't put up the stats. He'd been the crazy numbers, but Russell found a way to win the game at the end. And that's what he's done his entire career. Yeah, he came up clutch when he needed it. Three touchdowns. He did throw a pick, too. And listen, I think they he just him. He just wanted the Vikings to feel good about themselves. That's basically it. That's all he wanted to do. Like, hey, I know you guys have, you know, been trying to win some games, but uh, let me make y'all feel a little bit better. And that's why he should be the MVP. He should. They should just give it to him now. He helps your team and he helps the other team as much as possible. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. He cares. He cares for the entire integrity of the NFL. Exactly. Thank you, Russell Wilson, for being a man <laughs> of the people. <laughs> Yo, listen, sad, somber news real quick. Dak Prescott, uh, horrible, nasty injury. Oh, man, I, 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 I was watching the game, and I think I got up to get a drink or something, and I missed it, and I refused to see the replay. Yeah, I didn't want to see it, and then I saw it. I like they're like I, I saw Dak was trending. I was like, why is he trending? And I went and looked, and I was like, oh, should I look at it? What happened? Was it like did he just get sacked weird? Like, is it they say it's a gruesome leg, lower leg injury? And I saw it was pretty bad, man. It was it was pretty bad. But I think I think uh, all that being said, I think he had a pretty su- uh, successful surgery. He's in good spirits. I think he's gonna be fine. But man, that is terrible to see, especially with all that Jerry Jones has put him through. Oh man. Dealing playing on in a contract year for Dak. And he was, you know, he's putting up numbers. And yeah, Jerry would not give this man his dues. Pay this man. And you know, what what goes on now? Yeah. This is terrible, bro. I'm I was so sad. That's the first thing I thought about. This is the first thing I thought about. I was like, man, is he going to get paid? This man, like, this is why this, franchise tags suck. That, this this is why players hold out. Literally. This can happen at any moment. Yeah. Think about that, man. Like, so, And I hate when people are like, man, he's selfish. He's holding out. Shut up. Shut up, man. Football is a violent game. And, you know, when you're when you're playing the game for billionaires, Get yours. Exactly. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Jerry Jones, man. Ugh. Oh, man. I, I ain't going to say nothing. No, I'm going to say something. Jerry Jones, you tripping, man. You be on some crazy fugazi stuff, man. You should have paid that, man. You paid You paid Ze- uh, uh, Zeke. How'd that go? Maybe maybe he just has a ticket to that. But this is why y'all need to stop coming at people because they holding out or they want to make some money. People are like, well, Dak asked for way too much money. Yeah, this is why. Man, man was a franchise quarterback in his not. I don't. He's not even in his prime yet. No. He's just like my dude is still really young. He's gonna be good. Quarterbacks are good right now. Like, look at Tom Brady and Drew Brees. They're good. They're good into their forties. Yeah. Drew Brees or Dr- Dak is how old? Like twenty five. Twenty seven. 27 man still got years yeah yep yeah man i mean we're, we're older than dak <laughs> man, <I> shut mean, <laughs> <laughs> but like he was and he was also having a great season he was off yeah, to a great start man, like i said this they he was putting up numbers they surrounded him yeah zeke wasn't doing nothing yeah 
I mean, he's already had three 400-plus yard games. Three 400-yard games already, plus 400-yard games. Think about that. Against Cleveland, he had 502 yards. Yeah, I think he had two, at least two 500-yard games, didn't he? No, nah, he got close. He had a 472 game against the Seahawks. Ah. And it's not like they're losing these games by, I mean, they. I think they mounted a pretty decent comeback to get try to get back into it against Cleveland, but it's not like he's losing by a ton, you know? But Listen, the Cowboys defense is terrible. That offensive line is gutted. Yeah. This, I mean, the Cowboys were just Dak throwing to those wide receivers. Yeah. I mean, this, they, they beat the Giants 37 to 34, and that is the worst offense in the league. Oh, yeah. They they made the Giants look competent on offense. Actually, I take that back. This is second worst <laughs> offense in well, the league. A- after they played Dallas's defense. Yeah. Well, there's there's also a team that's led by Adam Gase in the East. So, <laughs> man, brutal brutal for New York football fans. Yeah, it's like the two they have two of the worst teams. Ever. Oh God, it's terrible. Hey, I ain't my problem. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I I hope Dak has a speedy recovery and y'all need to shut up and let these uh, players hold out and get paid. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> That's my announcement. Speaking of people playing, holding out and wanting to get paid, Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> and speaking of the Jets sucking. Oh, gosh, man. This is like perfect transition, man. Um, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell almost, said. Almost like we planned this. Yeah, man. Who, who would have thought? Le'Veon Bell said, I'm out of here. Get me out of here. They, they couldn't even get nothing for him. Like, what did y'all think? <laughs> y'all Le'Veon thought- Bell was not good with the Jets. And, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about out there about, you know, running back value and is is Le'Veon, has he lost a step? Is he worth it? Was he worth it for the Jets at all? I mean, there is no denying players get better once they leave an Adam Gase offense. And there's no better fit in an offense than anybody joining the Chiefs. Yep. Oh yeah. Listen. Oh gosh, man. I just want to. I just want to point out something real quick. Hit me. Le'Veon Bell hasn't even cracked a hundred yards total this year. I know he's been hurt, air quotations, but he hasn't rushed for a hundred yards total yet. Fourteen yards. Against the Buffalo Bills, and then sixty yards against the Cardinals. Man, I've watched a couple of Jets game this year. Frank Gore's been a better running back. Exactly. I don't think he wants to be there. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that can obviously, you know, be. I, I got to imagine going to the Chiefs is going to kind of reinvigorate him too. Yeah. He, I don't think. Yeah, he didn't want to be there at all, but he wanted to get paid, and the Jets. I got no other way to say that the Jets were the only team dumb enough to pay him the amount of money he wanted. Yeah. And they didn't even give him the amount that the Steelers were going to give him either. So it was like, yeah, Le'Veon really played himself with that whole situation. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Good job. But hey, listen, do your thing, bro. Like, do your thing. Try to get paid. We, we just talk about that, but yeah, got no problem with, you know, the holdout and trying to get paid. It just, it did not work out right for yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of like a sweepstakes for a second. They cut him because they couldn't get anything for him because uh, the Jets have no assets. Um, uh, also, actually, they do have some guys. It's just eh, they knew that Le'Veon was out of there anyway. A lot a lot of people were speculating, yeah, that the Jets were going to have to trade Le'Veon, that they were going to have to include a pick. So there would be the Jets trading Le'Veon in a third-round pick for nothing yeah. for a seventh rounder or something exactly just cut him let him go but it turned into a cool sweepstakes i guess for a little bit for what six hours <laughs> yeah got cut they're like it's he's thinking about the bills the dolphins and the chiefs uh was he thinking about somebody else i think it was those three right I remember, yeah they said it was he was gonna sign between three teams yeah and then they said, then it was down for the to the Chiefs and the Dolphins because the Dolphins were waving money at Le'Veon Bell. As they had, yeah, Dolphins had the opening, 
and money mm-hmm. and our Miami. Yeah. So I I was it was very interesting to me because I mean obviously we need it we need a running back. Uh we have Gaskin and he's doing okay, but he, I mean he's I think he's undrafted. So when you look at it, I, I was like, this is an interesting situation. Is Le'Veon Bell a money guy or is Le'Veon Bell a championship guy? Because that's what it came down to. Even like the Bills, they they could have went on a run as well. I don't think they're a championship team, but then you could go to the Chiefs. And the Chiefs suit him great, by the way. I think better than the Dolphins oh, or the yeah. Bills. So people, people forget Le'Veon, when he was with the Steelers, he was a major guy out of the backfield catching the ball, which is just perfect for that Chiefs offense. Yep. Catching the ball, running that zone. <laughs> and no one there, no one is there's no one that's patient. I think the the next most patient guy that I saw in the backfield in the NFL was uh Adrian Foster. Like the like the, Le'Veon Bell is so patient <laughs> running that zone. He'll find that hole, crease it up, probably give you about five, five, four 30 <laughs> like yeah that's just how he rolls and i think that this the chief's offense is perfect for him and he's gonna it's gonna strive i was i was interested because like, i'm like i know they have edwards uh on their <laughs> team so i was like ah maybe it's like a development thing i i, I don't know if they're gonna make levy on the number one it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes but i think i, can't, I can't imagine i think he's got to be going into you know back up the uh hilaire but who who knows? I we're gonna have to see. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to watch. But I mean, it's a good fit, and I think he probably made the right choice. And hey, listen, if he sucks here, uh, his career is probably over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just Hon- honestly, just in case I wasn't clear here. <laughs> so I got a couple of things I want to talk to you about real quick. Did you watch the Titans versus the Bills game? Oh, you know it. Oh, first off, I want to say the Bills took that L. <laughs> that was but, amazing. But still, still came in enough for me to pull out the win in fantasy, and that's really what matters here. Ain't nobody talking about you right now. Ain't nobody <laughs> talking about you. The Bills took that L. I knew that was going to happen when they played a quality team. Every time they play a quality team, that is what's going to happen to them. You're the one who said it. You know, when we were talking about Josh Allen and his, his season last week, that – he hadn't faced any competition yet, and we saw what happened when he did. Yeah, guess who rolls into town next week? Or actually, they roll into their town. Kansas. Kansas City. Come on. You think they're going to win that game? Nope. But then, you know, they'll play the Jets. They'll play the Patriots. Then they'll play Seattle. They'll play the Cardinals, the Chargers, the 49ers, the Broncos. Come on, yeah. guys. They they in a soft division. Yeah, they're gonna lose all the teams, the all the good teams they play against. They're gonna lose. So I'm just gonna tell you that now, just in case. You heard it here first. It's not a hot take, so I'm not gonna hit the hot take button. Ooh, but trash, is trash, that trash, is, trash, trash? That's what you get, Bills. <laughs> is you claiming it's not a hot take? A hot take in itself. Hot take. Yeah, that's called hot take inception, folks. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> Do you want to take the red pill or the blue pill? <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, that game, besides the the Bills taking that L, Josh Norman, huh? Man, that boy lit up social media. I remember watching that game live, sitting on the couch and chilling. I'm like, oh, there goes Derrick Henry going after this. Oh, shoot. Josh Norman got stiff arm into oblivion. Man, yeah. Textbook. Watched it watched it live and it was one of those where you could see it coming, you know? <laughs> there you know you, you know that scene in um was it Mission Impossible Fallout? Mm-hmm. Where Henry Cavill he's about to fight and he kind of does the, the he cocks his arm. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Derrick Henry kind of cocking that arm. And I'm like, ooh, he, he about to send Norman flying. Oh. And he did exactly that. You see pictures of it. Derrick Henry is just running. Josh Norman's entire body is airborne and sideways. It was bad. It doesn't look real. It looks Photoshopped. 
It looked bad. I like the people that were zooming into Josh Dorman's face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It happens, Josh. Hey, man. Derrick Henry going to get all of us one day. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get all of us. It happens. Not really. It just happens to you. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple of Jags players that have felt Derrick Henry's stiff arm, but uh, not like Josh Norman. I and I remember seeing it, too. I'm like, why is he so – I'm like, is he going to try to – Hit him high, like yeah. You, you gotta just go at that man's ankles. I'm like, just roll up, just fall and roll on the ground. It, it, hopefully, he trips over you. <laughs> like they teach you that. Just if you're a quarter, fall and roll. That's it. You're not. You're not taking Derrick Henry up high. This is not gonna happen. No, don't do that. But hey, he, your, your other best hope is to just jump on his shoulders and slow him down enough that everybody else can catch up. You know what kind of irritated me though. I'll, I'll tell you what Eric Teddy be in true Josh Norman fashion. He gets stiff armed by arguably the no. He gets stiff armed by the biggest skill guy on the field. Gets sent into oblivion, and then a couple possessions later, Derrick Henry comes again and he goes high. Luckily, there's like three guys there, right? And it's like a gang tackle. But then Josh Norman is punching the ball after the whistle's blown and punching. At Derrick Henry. I'm like, are you stupid? Do you want to die tonight? <laughs> hey, man. One thing you can never say about Josh Norman is that he, he's afraid of a fight. Jeez. He, he, <laughs> there's one thing of not being afraid of a fight, and there's another thing of being suicidal. Hey, man. I didn't say he was smart. Oh, okay. Just making he sure. He said he wasn't afraid of the fight. Just making sure. Just making sure. But... Uh, he's the one who didn't he take on Cam Newton in practice when he was with the Panthers? Yup. Yup. Yeah, makes sense. Maybe he's it's a little guy mentality. It, it could be. I, I actually, now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure that's what it is at this point because he is not a large human being. He's actually like an average sized human being, actually, which I guess I'd say most corners are. Yeah, but uh, he's abnormally average. <laughs> All right, I'll take that back. Maybe he's not. I mean, he's still a, a world-class athlete. Actually, I'll take that back. He's six, Josh Norman is six foot, 200 pounds. Yeah, he's not small. So, I mean, he's average size. Yeah. Well, for for an NFL player, he's not an average yeah. size. Like, there's, there's corners that are – actually, to be honest, I don't think there's a lot of corners in the league that are like 180. I don't think there's there's 180 receivers, but a lot of things get those guys are getting a little bit bigger. But oh uh, yeah, hey man, hey man, hold it, on, hold on. It was a it was a good. I, I'm on Josh Norman's Wikipedia page right now. What, what happened? I was totally unaware of this. Did you know he did Dancing with the Stars? I did. In 2018, I did. I, I did. was what. I did know that. I was, and he finished as a runner-up. Yeah, he went pretty far. The, I can't believe he. What Josh Norman is? What? That's when he's feeling himself at Washington. You know, I, I guess, man. I was, here we've got the the twelfth best corner in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> after after that, he kind of went down the the pooper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, after that dancing with a star stint, it was pretty much over with. Um, but to be honest, uh, I think he's actually a little bit smaller than what he's listed as. To be honest, he looks yeah, really most thin. Mo- most guys are. Yeah. But all right, man. Everybody, we have to give Lucas his credit. That's right. The Falcons uh, went ahead and pulled the trigger, and Dan Quinn is no longer the head football coach of the Atlanta Falcons. They fired their GM, too, Thomas Dimitrov, which I didn't call, but, you know, I was thinking it, so you can give me my credit anyways. Give that man his credit, folks. Um, good call. Good call on that. Uh, and and uh, uh, they appointed Raheem Morris as – the interim coach, which I called that to. Oh, that's a valid point, man. Listen, you out here just calling everything, <laughs> huh? Yep. And, but the one thing, one prediction I keep making that hasn't come true yet, Matt Patricia still somehow has a job. Oh, you thought that he was, oh, no, no, no. Listen, okay, Lucas, you know what? Let's go back. Let's not talk about Matt Patricia. 
he got Lucas got it right, everybody. Um, he called it on our last episode, so he deserves a round of applause. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, Matt is probably not going anywhere, man. You know that. Come on. You can keep yeah. wishing for it, though. Here's, here's my thing. I've kind of I've resigned myself to the fact that he's probably going to finish the, se- the season out. I'm now rooting against the Lions in every single game because it's tank for Trevor Lawrence time. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I kind of was like, oh, Tua, I'm, praying, let's I'm wait. praying for one in 15. Hey, that might not be enough with the Jets now. Because they would exactly. they, they would take Got me him nervous. So I need Matt Patricia to go full Matt Patricia. And just lose forever. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Just let's one one in fifteen this baby. I'm sure you guys are gonna get one easy win though. Or two. Oh, it, if my my experience as a Lions fan has taught me anything is that we will be all set to get the number one pick going to the last game of the season. And, you'll win and we will win. <laughs> and it'll drop us to like the ninth pick. Yo, uh, yeah, that sounds like a Lions thing to do, to be honest. <laughs> it, I, I don't know who we played the last game, it, but it'll be like the Packers. Who? So it'll be a good team and the Lions will just come out of nowhere and win by like two touchdowns. And we'll be like, where was this all season? Uh, just how it, how it is, man. They, was- the Lions live to hurt me. I mean, your last game is the Minnesota Vikings. So, I oh, was, is it? Yeah. So, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, but you you do play Washington. You play Jacksonville this week. Um, and everybody else is pretty. Oh, you play Houston, Carolina. Eh, everybody else is pretty decent, though. So, you might, but. Mm, mm, well, I will have to keep an eye on this because Trevor Lawrence. When the Dolphins took two, I was like, yeah, I wouldn't mind if they just you know waited for uh, Trevor for Lawrence. Trevor? And yeah. Trevor looks amazing, man. He does. Jeez. He scored, didn't he score five touchdowns today or something like that? Yeah. Jeez, man. He had like 350 yards passing in the first half. I mean, granted, it was Georgia Tech, but still, the kid's good, man. Yeah. And I don't know, man. I don't know about all that, man, because Tua, Tua had a lot of great guys. But, hey, that's another, that's another topic. Sorry, Dan Quinn. See you next time. <laughs> Dan Dan Quinn, come on the pod. Yes, for real. Come on the pod. Let us know what, what happened. Give us some uh some behind the scenes, you feel me? There's no there's no real rules. You can tell us whatever you want. Yeah. Um, I we won't call you out except for the fact that you forgot the rule about onside kicks, but you know, that's whatever. Yeah, that's fine. We don't have to talk about that. Or you you know, <laughs> your numerous lacks of uh going uh being aggressive at on second halves after getting a really great lead. Uh, you know what just, you know what, Dan? We can talk about your favorite place to get wings in Atlanta. Yeah. Or yeah, we could do that. Or, you know, we can also just not we would also ignore the fact that, you know, the Julio Jones just just deactivated once he gets in the red zone. <laughs> so no biggie. We would, that, come on, would be, come on, come on the come on the pod, Dan. We're yeah, big fans. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty good. It would be a great have, it would be a great fun show to have. But Lucas, we I've asked you this question before. Will the NFL have a Super Bowl? Yes, I think they do. All right, man. I think I think they they do, but later than expected. Oh, I, yeah. I think there's gonna i I think there's gonna be changes with the schedule. Um, yeah. It's not gonna be at the the typical time, but I think they still have one. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always. We appreciate you. We love you. Uh, I didn't get no DMs. That's nice. I guess nobody wanted a jersey. I guess I wasn't very clear either. So I won't offer anything today. <laughs> <laughs> I talk, I spoke to my lawyer, a.k.a. my uh, trusty attorney, Lucas Allen. And Hello. he told me, told me that I needed to be a little bit more clear on these things. So uh, terms and conditions will be included next time I offer anything on air. So just letting y'all know. Just letting y'all know. And... Uh, Thanks for making it all the way through, man. Y'all, y'all know what what's up. Follow us on the social, you know, at Cool Hand Luke. Hit my boy up. I feel like there's an underscore in there. There, Cool Hand Luke underscore underscore. There you go. Two underscores. Two underscores. Two underscores. 
Holla at me. Wally and Augustine, I'm pretty simple to find. Don't be tripping. Also, you can send me DMs if you want to. I, I don't. I don't bite. <laughs> you can you can just slide in his DMs. Yeah, whatever. slide in my DMs. Hey, it, it may be me that respond, or it may be my wife. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Um. Yeah, man. We appreciate y'all. We're gonna be back again. Uh, looking forward to this Sunday round of football. May maybe the last time we get it. Okay, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's knock on some wood yeah, there. Knock on some we wood. got. Next week, too, Big Ten football kicking off. I'm looking forward to that. Boo. Took y'all long enough. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, man, football's football. Yeah, I feel you. Um, Yo, thank you again, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week, probably again like, in the middle of the week, give you a little something. And um, like always, love and, uh, love and peace. Shout out Walla Walla Washington. Keeping it real out there. What's up?